Wine and Crime contains graphic and explicit content that may not be suitable for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Before we get to the show, as you all know, we are going on tour this summer. And we have official dates and cities for you. So we are going to list them for you right now. Houston on July 10th. Austin on July 12th. Dallas on July 15th. Charlotte on July 18th. And Nashville on July 19th. (laughs) Then where are we going? Then, this list is (laughs) scary. It's 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 really hitting this tour home for me. Mm-hmm. So then we are going to be in Atlanta on July 21st, Denver on July 24th, Salt Lake City, Utah mm. on July 25th. We'll probably have to bring our own wine. Maybe. <laughs> then we're going to Portland, Oregon on July 26th, mm-hmm. Seattle July 27th, San Francisco on July 30th, and rounding it out in Los Angeles on August Second, So these tickets, uh, links will be on the website. More information, head to wineandcrimepodcast.com and hit that uh, events tab for some more info. And we will see you on the road. Yes, we will. Hey, Orlando, let's give a warm welcome to Kenyon, Lucy, and Amanda, the Wine and Crime Gals. are no fun <laughs> at all. My God, look how pretty everybody is. You got blue hair, girl? Oh, shit. Somebody's trying to get my number tonight. Mm. I will oh give it to you. My social security number. <laughs> oh, my God. How we doing tonight, Orlando? <laughs> Florida. 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 My ass has been sweaty for a week. Yeah. And sandy. So much <laughs> sand. Even like, we're like kind of landlocked right now. Still finding sand. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. How and do you, you spotted a gator it? off the highway. So many gators. <laughs> gators are pests. Gators are pests. <laughs> okay. This is not a sports podcast. <laughs> Ever. What sport? What kind of podcast ball. even is this? All right. Well, you are listening to Wine and Crime. The podcast where three friends chug wine, chat true crime, and unleash their worst Minnesotan accents. Nailed it. <laughs> Fucking nailed it. Nailed it. And I'm going to remember this time, I'm Kenyon. I'm Lucy. And I'm Amanda. Woo! Oh, my God. we do not have a very special fan pick. No, we picked this, so (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) We have a very special gals pick. Our Uh, picks are always so bad. (laughs) In comparison, y'all do this way better than we do. It's so true. 
So yesterday in Tampa for our first live show, Tampa. Yeah. Um, Tampa. <laughs> the Wisconsin of Florida. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lot of, oh, that got a time. big reaction. A lot of concrete in Tampa. Yeah. A lot of construction. construction. Yeah. yeah. Um, we did, so for that show, we did Florida crimes. So for this show, we wanted to make it extra special Just to for you. Orlando. Mm-hmm. So we are doing amusement park crimes. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you're thrilled. I am loving the energy in here. Yeah, y'all are killing it right now. Bar sales are through the roof. We warned every venue. We were like, it's going to get bad. Yeah. We break bar sale records. Someone maybe was taken home in an ambulance from the Tampa show. Yeah. No. Can't confirm whether or not they're fine, but we're just going to assume they're fine. Please drink somewhat responsibly. If you're the one who was taken home in an ambulance, please tweet at us that you're okay. Yes. Yes. It's haunting us. That's an expensive Uber. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Speaking of wine, what? what is our wine crime pairing? Okay. <laughs> uh, we are drinking the bar people's, this venue's bar, uh, Canyon Road Pinot Grigio, because we're on the road. We're on the road. <laughs> it all fits. Here we are. Tons. <laughs> Tons. Yeah. And before I dive into this, I just want to make something very clear. Bar sales at all three bars, yes, they were like, make sure there are three bars, will continue until 9 p.m. So come and go as you please. Quietly. Quietly. Shut the fuck up about it. (laughs) Um, And the last call is at 9, and I promise, like, my jack-off hands will still be going when you get back. So you're not going to miss anything. So, this is a California white <laughs> out of Guyersville, California. Canyon Road Winery focuses primarily on popular single varietals, which means it's not a, a vineyard that does a lot of blends. Mm-hmm. They keep the bloodline pure. <laughs> um, that's inappropriate. Um, it's a white. <laughs> I don't like that. This is getting... It's not a mud blend? It's not. Harry Potter reference. Harry Potter. She's never read it. Lucy just thought I was being super racist. Yeah. She was no. like, um. Racist against, like, non-wizards, maybe. <laughs> um, so this vineyard really does a lot of Cabernets, a lot of Sauvignon Blancs, Pinot Grigios, Pinot Noirs. Good stuff. Um, this is a full-blown Pinot Grigio, so this will be medium-bodied with hints of green apple, citrus, white peach, mm-hmm. and floral blossom on the nose. Mm. I don't know. I haven't cracked it yet. Um, and I would have gotten a little uh, of the nose off of these two gals who were drinking a bottle backstage, but they were drinking out of paper cone cups. <laughs> Check our Instagram story. Yeah, you'll so see you it. You take a sniff and it's like, it smells mm, like an office paper. depot. Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin cardstock. Single ply. Um, Limitless paper in a paperless world. Oh, my God. Oh, I love that. So Pinot Grigio tends to be crisp and balanced. It leaves a nice, clean finish on the palate. Uh Um, With just a hint of acidity. 
just like many men have dated, Canyon Road has been churning this shit out since 1980. So they should know what they're doing, but production operations are probably a lot different now that cocaine is a lot less popular. <laughs> um, I'm thanking Cordonia that this is a crack because my poppin' arm got used a lot last night. It's lonely on the road. It's true. So, do you know what to do once I do my thing? Here we go, you turds. God bless. Serve, Serve yourself, yourself first. first. Always put the oxygen mask on yourself before <laughs> assisting others. Are you kidding me? <laughs> there we go. Alrighty then. We did Take it! Home Canyon Road. Yeah, that's our show. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming. Special thanks. Special thanks. <laughs> Always. Alright. Well, cheers, everyone. Woo! All right, Lucy, what is our background in psych? psych for amusement park or Why crimes. people go to amusement yeah, parks. but actually. We were in no. so much fucking traffic today for yeah. like... And first of all, why is SeaWorld still open? Right. Oh, Come on. We might get to... Oh, oh get no. To. <laughs> Oof. All right. What? I, what? Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. What the fuck? So, is that a log? Uh, everyone appears to be wearing a kimono in this photo now that I look at it. I love that. <laughs> and yes, it's a log. Looks like an asshole. The it front really looks does. like an anus is coming at you. It's coming in hot. I want to ride the poop shoot. I would ride that. Oh my god, that sounds so cool. That would make so much money. It I would. literally have not part. started yet. I know. Well, we're collaborating over here. I don't know what you're doing. There are over 400 amusement parks in the United States, which seems like about 350 too many to me personally. Mm -hmm. We just need the one in Mall of America. Seriously. Not can't be. Uh, and those 400 amusement parks are forecasted to generate over $22 billion in revenue in 2019. God help us all. Ick. <laughs> Worldwide. And straight cash, are we? <laughs> I literally Googled Disney greed for this show. <laughs> Worldwide, Disney parks so and resorts make over $20 billion every year with approximately 150 million visitors. Oh. Dear God. <laughs> that is half the population of the United States. That's wild. I know. Oh, oh, in your life no. terrible. No. None of this is news to you. Oh. We drove through the traffic on the way here. Yeah, it's 150 million visitors. It's too much. It's a Tuesday. God. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? True, it is spring break. It it's is spring pronounced break. Spring, spring break. Spring break. So this is a photo of an amusement park at a Margaritaville. Yes. Jimmy yes. Buffett needs to be stopped. No. 
No. I'm on the Buffett train. By the way, the Buffett buffet. Yep. Yes. By the way, amusement park crimes, we are talking about both amusement parks and theme parks tonight. And if you're wondering what the difference is... There is none. Moving on. There's a... Big difference. Are you ready? From the extraordinarily helpful website, theplexfec.com, quote, amusement and theme parks are the same, except that in theme parks, there is the addition of themes. I'm shocked. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Big difference. So the one of the Mall of America is a theme park because now it's Nickelodeon Universe and before it was Camp Snoopy. Harry Potter World theme park. Okay. I get it. I'm following. Margaritaville Amusement Park. Uh, it seems like a theme park theme to me. Theme park. Yeah. Walmart right outside Tampa that we theme went to the park. other day. Theme a park. A Florida man theme there park. There was a theme. Florida man everywhere. <laughs> Talking to himself too much. Mm-hmm. Half of his van is just caved in. You guys. The worst. We thought he was waving at us to like let us in to like nope. the parking lot, but he was, he was not. just like seizing. I don't even just know. Gesticulating. Convulsing? He might have been dancing. It was very odd. Still unclear. Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about a main factor in amusement park injuries, which no. is G force. <laughs> Oh, God. Got some physics for ya. <laughs> I imagine this guy just got blasted with a hot fart. <laughs> Sitting behind a man oh, on the airplane on the way here. Accurate. Gets a It's going to be way worse on the flight home from Florida. Great. I had some great eats this week. <laughs> yeah. Amanda had oh, coffee. That was Amanda had coffee and black beans for lunch today. It was exquisite. And that was before we left Tampa. And so. a sangria and a salad. A balanced meal and a crab cake. <laughs> <laughs> That's why that fart smelled so bad. It was the real crab. We've never had real crab in You're Minnesota right. before. You're right. It's all making sense now. So the website for the Global Association for the Attractions Industry, inexplicably abbreviated as IAAPA, because again, that is the Global Association for the Attractions Industry. Gaia. Gaia. Iapa sounds a lot It actually would be um, abbreviated as gay. True. E-A-A-I. Correct. I mean... Let's not split hairs here. So the website is quite informative. There is a whole page dedicated to understanding G-Force, and I will explain it to you now. Great. <laughs> one, Science. One exactly G, what this night needed. One G is equivalent to the normal pull of the Earth's gravity on the body, okay? So we're all experiencing at least one G right now. This is we crazy. all OGs. And uninhibited sneeze is 2.9 Gs. An uninhibited sneeze? Yeah. Like, you know when I sneeze and I scream when I sneeze? It yes, so good. we do know. That's a 2.9. Okay. That's a 2.9. So my mom's sneezes are like a solid 7. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Those are intense. Yeah. A cough is a 3.5. A crowd jostle 
is a 3.6. How are these units of measure? <laughs> what the fuck is a crowd job? Blame the gay. <laughs> Always. A slap on the back is a 4.1. A hop off a step is an 8.1. And a plop down in a chair is a 10.1. This makes no sense. <laughs> Zero sense. A high G roller coaster can go up to about 6.3 Gs, so somewhere between a slap on the back and a hop off a step. That's <laughs> Is there a chart? None. You made all of this up. All of it. You would never know if I had made it. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't. I, I, for a minute, didn't realize that you had made also, this up. Also, like, now, uh, now I know. The handful of people that were, like, brought here by their spouse who, were, like, don't know what this podcast is are like, what the fuck? It's a physics podcast, obviously. Raise your hand if you were dragged here by someone you're fucking. <laughs> Welcome. So many hands went up. If you commit to being the sober cab. Oh, okay. All right, I see your baseball hat. Well, maybe tonight's your night. You're all getting some tonight because we're going to put you through the ringer. <laughs> You're going to so, earn that half a BJ. Which half? <laughs> the front half. The front nobody half, got time yeah. for the second half. He's going to finish in his belly button like a gentleman. And I'm going to bed. <laughs> or watching Last Night's Bachelor because I have not seen it yet, so don't tell me anything. Don't tell me anything. <laughs> so let's get the show on the road. Okay. <laughs> let's hurry up so we can all go home and watch the Adnan Syed documentary. Okay. Correct. <laughs> that too. So you can black out from five to ten seconds of four or five Gs because of the blood leaving the brain. Is that why on those airplanes? But that's less than a chair plop. We'll get, we'll get <laughs> that isn't real. But you don't she made all those up. I, no, but you don't plop your real. face. Five to ten seconds of four to five Gs. Okay, okay. Uh, so unless your chair is really low to the ground. Got it. Good. Got it. Okay. Fighter pilots and astronauts train inside the centrifuges to practice breathing in a certain way and also tensing their leg and abdominal muscles to keep the blood in their brains. Not no. worth it. No. 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 As my mother says, no. Abdominal muscles, no. I've got a six pack, it's just in the cooler. There's also something called airtime, not like when we're on the radio, uh, which is when you feel that sinking feeling when you're in a free fall, like all of these poor fuckers on this roller coaster right here. This looks horrifying. Yeah, that's yeah. hell. Ew. I literally hell had a nightmare after I finished my notes for this show. I had a nightmare that I was forced to go on a roller coaster like this and I like begged and pleaded to get off and they they wouldn't let me. It was awful. Mm -hmm. I hate roller coasters. Yeah, I no fucking can't. Mm -mm. I can't. Um, so more about how I hate roller coasters. <laughs> Normally, gravity is affecting all of your organs, so they're kind of smushed together because they're just sitting in Damn your right big sack <laughs> of a body. <laughs> that sensation. Need um, an anti-gravity machine. 
from a flapjack. The sensation of airtime is literally your organs being weightless, so they like kind of separate. Oh, I hate that. I did not know, and I didn't want to know. What? Yeah. Uh, your whole body's just like, whoop, there's no gravity anymore. So this combined with the visuals that you have on a roller coaster, like those upside down turns, the passing structures, and you feel like you're just going so fast, the heights, that's what makes people feel sick. No! That would be me. Oh my God, the force. He's gripping and heaving. Look at the woman next to him. I love this gal. Back. The guy in the back kind of looks like Jonah Hill, just like. <laughs> I just like that the bar for Awesome. You guys, his you form. Guys. I think I might have already told this story on the show, but the one time that I tried to go snorkeling, not even scuba diving, you guys, <laughs> snorkeling. Oh my god. I got so claustrophobic that I was like freaking out panic attack the second I put the thing on my, the mask on my face and then they like pushed me into the water where there were supposed to be like dolphins and stuff and I just ralphed into the mask just like up the tube you know, I took the mask off and just ralphed and then there are all these other people on our boat with us the snorkeling in my puke honeymooning chum yeah, chum. I know. I really, I helped them. I helped them out. I drew the animals to us. Fucking ick. What yeah. is wrong with I you? can't. Even snorkeling is an extreme sport for me, okay? I have She's motion not cut out for activity. Oh my God. Also, we went to Hollywood Beach a couple days ago. Yeah, we did. <laughs> there were like two knots of wind. The waves were like this tall. She dips a toe and she just goes, nope, nope. <laughs> These waves are huge. I was like, the waves in New Jersey are bigger than this. Are you yep. okay? Don't like it. It's not for her. Well, I'm so sorry because I have vomit photo one, two, and three. Here's number oh. two. <laughs> oh. Look at the daughter. She's I'm so, so sorry. She's so oblivious. She's like, this is great. Having the time of my life. And number three. No! <laughs> my god. It's arcing. No. Oh, no. Airtime. Ugh. So if you're gonna go on a roller coaster, sit in the front row. <laughs> yeah, because that's all just... And not next to Kenyon. Wear one of those feed bags for a horse. <laughs> <laughs> totally contained. Oh. You're welcome, America. So here's another roller coaster danger that you may not have ever thought about. <gasps> Fabio? The caption, the caption on this photo reads, if you're ever feeling down, just think about that time a bird flew into Fabio's face on a roller coaster. I remember this very well. What? You don't remember that? I thought he got a nosebleed. No, oh, a bird hit him in the face. It's the best. Honey, that's a dead bird. Uh, Not sorry about it. Next to him was like, wasn't that fun? <laughs> Honey. Oh no. Okay. He just uses his hair to mop it up. I know. 
So gross. All right. So Florida loves its amusement park. Yeah. Your major parks include Disney World, SeaWorld Orlando, which like, again, why hasn't that closed? We've all seen Blackfish. Yeah. And Free Willy, right. Universal Orlando and the Bush Gardens in Tampa Bay. Boo. Also, according to this map, the Orlando International Airport. Correct. <laughs> that airport is an experience. <laughs> I've been in it. I only need to do that one time. Also a theme park. Yeah. <laughs> the requirements for reporting accidents are that they are either fatal okay. or that they require an overnight hospital stay. Everything else is fine. <laughs> Everything else is fine. Walk it off. So this requirement could include stuff from fractured bones to chest pain. Just give you a little idea. Chest pain is serious. Really? Oh, really? Why was this necessary? And guess who attracted the most lawsuits between 2004 and 2009? Location-wise, it was Orlando. Congratulations. Y'all got slapped with the following. <clears throat> Seven lawsuits against Dudley Do-Right's Ripsaw Falls at Universal. Everyone's like, yeah, I've fallen off of that too. It's fucking horrible. <laughs> so many people are like, ah, yeah. <laughs> Ripsaw Falls? It's probably like a log flume, right? Got it was that it. butthole ride that we it's already like covered. the poop shoot. Yeah. Five lawsuits for Mission Space at Epcot. A lot of strong reactions about Mission Space. They have, they have air sickness bags in the ride? Yes. What the fuck is wrong with you people? It, that's a hate crime against all residents of Orlando. Do you that have ride. to sign a waiver? Ick. No. No. Not, yet. Not yet. Five lawsuits isn't enough. God damn. There are two There's versions safe now? safe version? Jesus, can you opt into the unsafe one or the safe one? What? What is this? What do they call the unsafe Welcome one? to Spirit Airlines. Uh, you can choose the safe plane for $40 more. Yeah. Or, or Spirit. The plane. God. Good lord. Okay. <laughs> All right, three lawsuits for the black hole. Nope. Which is a water slide at Wet n Wild. No fucking thank you. Yeah. Nah, I'm here oh, for okay. this one. How many people got go three lawsuits? They damn still it. got the lawsuits. Also, three lawsuits for Popeye and Bluto's bilge rat barges at Islands of Adventure. What? I can tell you right now that is covered in feces. Soaked. It's part of the experience. <laughs> also three for the rock and roller coaster at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Okay, we like that one. All right. You folks have odd tastes, but okay. Two lawsuits each for 11 other rides at other area attractions. And also, yeah, so that's 37 lawsuits in five years, if anyone's counting. Which we are. Shockingly low. That feels like enough. Mm-hmm. That's mm -hmm. enough. 
like an eye. Are you kidding me? That's not real. That is photoshopped. So that is a clip art man. You had me for a second, you fucking bitch, but that's not real. I googled roller coaster death yeah. when this came up. So mm-hmm. again, no, it's real. No, it's not. Just look at the photo. Well, that is a if this photo. one's not real, the next one's for sure real. Yes, I have more than one. Let's so, all be grateful the tech is under my portion of the partnership <laughs> contract. What are some stats on injuries and deaths at amusement parks, you ask? Well. There are no official stats for injuries and deaths at a They're like cruise parks. ships. Yeah. yeah. It's like They're a cool. land cruise ship. It's like They're a all cruise ship traps. minus the sneeze guard at the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> so there is no single state or federal agency for enforcing park standards. This is across the United States. I don't six, like that. Six states. Six full states, which are Mississippi, Alabama, Nevada, Wyoming, Utah, and South Dakota, do not conduct any oversight of ride safety standards at all. (laughs) We've been to an amusement park in South Dakota. Yep. You and I. You too? Shocked. And it was like Flintstones themed. And we were teenagers, we were freshmen in high school, and we were on a road trip with my mother and our friend Scott. It was awful. And we went to this, like, real shitty Flintstones theme park in South Dakota, and Barney, I think it was Barney oh or Fred, grabbed my that. ass as what? we were taking, a, like, a photo. Yeah. Yeah. He fully cupped in his, in his, like, costume. Mascot costume. Yeah. His big dead eyes. Ugh. Yeah. Who that story that? will be relevant. And I was 16, so I wasn't as much of a, like, raging fan You were 14 because it was freshman Oh, yeah, year. I was 14. That makes it way worse. Yeah. Yes, all men. Yes, all Flintstones characters. Our trash. Mm-hmm. Yes, all Hanna-Barbera characters. Okay, here we go. As far as injuries go, this one's real. It's got I know, I just hate it so much. As far as injuries go, the IAAPA, which as a reminder stands for the Global Association for the Attractions Industry, <laughs> uh, they say in 2011 alone, 1,204 people were injured at 400 different amusement parks, so that's like every single amusement park, mm-hmm. keep in mind. And also keep in mind that these are self-reported statistics from the parks themselves, and less than half of the parks actually reported their findings. So it's so probably like, like four times It's that way much. more. This yeah. is all self-reported people. And they're only counting overnight hospital stays. If that. Because, again, there is no blanket requirement for reporting these things. You guys, everybody needs to move. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yep. And I just like this slide because of the lady in the back. (laughs) What? (laughs) And then the missing person who clearly used to be there but isn't. This is amazing. 
I love a good computer simulation, though. I love that they've, like, got sick of having to put in any more details on people's faces. So we've got, like, some people with a real human face. The others just, yeah. eh, just a blob is fine. Heads down. Play-Doh face. I'm exhausted. <laughs> blob. The U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission used to track statistics for all amusement park ride accidents. According to them, between 1990 and 2004, there were 52 deaths associated with amusement park rides. The biggest culprit in these deaths were roller coasters, which accounted for 16 deaths. Whirling rides, which accounted for 11 deaths. Uh, children represent about half of the injuries and seriously only half. Like, you they don't follow the rules. The same people who are like obsessive about their car seats and their airbags, whatever, are like, just stand on your tiptoes. You can, you're tall enough to ride this ride. Yep. Like, what the fuck? Totally. I've seen it. They just want him to have a good birthday. Ugh. It could be his last birthday. Right. <laughs> Kids are expensive. I get it. And kids, kids between the ages of 10 and 14 sustain the most injuries of any group because they're fucking roughhousing the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you they're all boys. <laughs> These, again, are old stats because the CPSC no longer has to track these stats. They do have estimates, but they are not solid numbers as far as I can tell. The most recent CPSC report that I found on their website was from 2015, and that was only about deaths and injuries related to inflatable amusements, a.k.a. like moon bounces. What? Yeah. Bouncy castles. <laughs> Wacky, waving, inflatable balloon man. Murders. Used car lot advertisements. <laughs> They did publish an estimate that in 2016 alone, there were nearly 40,000 injuries caused by amusement park attractions that necessitated a trip to the ER. That's not the overnight trip. That's just just a trip trip. to the ER. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. The CPSC does regulate portable rides. Is that guy like the CPSC? Is this what they do to it's test like, the ride? It's got some good tilt. It needs to yep. work on its whirl. This one's good. The tilt and the whirl are not in balance. Out of whack. So they do regulate portable rides like that rickety-ass tilt-a-whirl at your local county fair. Although your local county fair is literally Disney World, so like... Oh my god, I want to go to an Orlando County Fair. I don't. <laughs> I'm out. Orange County, okay. They do not have jurisdiction over fixed site rides, so like amusement park standard, like roller coasters and shit. In some states, the Labor Department is responsible for that, and in others, it's the local building inspectors. So... Everyone's fucked when it comes to ensuring your own safety. There's literally no way. Great. The best you can do is follow the rules, don't fuck around while you're on the ride, and make sure that you fit the height and weight requirements for each ride. Also, just fucking don't go to amusement parks. Don't. Yeah. Don't do it. Yep. Abstinence only. Yeah. <laughs> Abstinence only education. Now take some condoms. And that's our background. Is- Woo! Nicely done. 
life is busy and if you're anything like me, you start cooking or you start making plans for dinner and then you realize that you don't have any basil or whatever and you have to go to the grocery store for the eighth time that day and it's just not ideal. It's just not. So that's why I like to use Instacart. With Instacart, you can get groceries delivered in as fast as one hour or at a time that works with your schedule, very important. They offer exclusive coupons. You can save money with coupons on pantry staples. Instacart is available at your favorite stores, groceries delivered from local and national retailers, and you don't have to sit in traffic, you don't have to look for parking, you don't have to wait in the checkout line, you don't have to do the self-checkout stuff. It's just, it takes a lot of stress out of your life. Mm-hmm. When I was back in Minnesota recently, I used Instacart to order Midol and chocolate delivered to my home. What else do you need? Can you guess what was happening in my life at that time? Uh, so here is how it works. You can choose. You either get the app or you can go to instacart.com and shop for the groceries you need from your favorite local retailers. Instacart shops. So your shopper gathers your groceries with care by selecting excellent produce and excellent midol and contacting you if necessary. Do you want milk or dark chocolate, ma'am? Both. Both. Um, Instacart then delivers, so your groceries will arrive in in as little as one hour or at a time you select. They keep hot items hot and cold items cold. I love it. And you can try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. To get this limited time offer, go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter our promo code GALS at checkout. That's $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or through the mobile app. And don't forget to enter our code GALS. Again, instacart.com or through the mobile app with our code GALS at checkout. Treat yo pantry. People, hear me out. You probably spend about 90% of your life in underwear, maybe exclusively underwear. So why are underwear brands all about how high can the thong go up my butt? Why are my boobs so uncomfortable in this bra? The good thing is there is an underwear brand out there for us that just focuses on being super comfortable and it is me undies. MeUndies uses the coveted micromodal fabric, which is three times softer than cotton, for real. And this fabric genuinely feels like actual heaven against your skin. I am quite literally wearing MeUndies right now. So Lucy's showing me hers. Um, they come in super cute little patterns or colors, or you can get them plain, as a certain uh, co-host of this podcast prefers. And the second I put on this underwear, I knew that this would be the only underwear I would need to buy from here on out. I am obsessed. And you can get matching sets, like tap bottom, and you can get matching sets to wear with your partner, which I really love. It's so cute. Amanda and I have matching sets. Also matching onesies, because yes, they make onesies too. Yes, I love it so much. It's amazing. So to get your 15% off of your first pair, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to meundies.com slash gals, G-A-L-S. That's meundies.com slash gals. Treat yo bottoms. All right. Oh, no. Guys. (laughs) I'm never ready. I am so excited for this. She has been chirping about this fucking case. For a month. It's so good. She's gripping the microphone. <laughs> you guys. Okay. 
scooting away. First pick. Can we get a mop up here? She's sliding off her chair. Florida Land was an amusement park, was an amusement park located between Venice and Sarasota, Florida. Its taglines were, quote, everything under the sun and 10 big attractions for one low price. Oh, oh I don't like no. That. Budget amusement park? Yeah. I don't know. No, thanks. It opened to much fanfare, not really, let's just not hurt its feelings, on Christmas Day, 1964. In an empty lot outside of uh, Sarasota Mall off of 441. And (laughs) as you might have guessed, it was sort of loosely Florida themed, although many of its popular attractions didn't quite that mold. I can't wait. (laughs) Can't wait. For example, Florida Land's main attraction was inexplicably a Wild West town. (laughs) (laughs) Wild Southeast? (laughs) Oh my god, I love it. Complete with a dusty main street, a cowboy stunt show, and a, quote, gunfight. Wait, is this a photo? Yes. Oh, I thought it was. This is a photo of an artist's rendition of an actual Wild West. This is a photo of Florida land. Uh, The gunfight took place several times a day, several times a day, and of course, for the weary dads, on holiday, and some of the moms secretly at night. <laughs> uh, a performance by Can Can Girls in the Golden Nugget Saloon. That's what's up. It's really pixelated. I'm sorry. You get the picture. Yeah. All right, the guys in the front. <laughs> Getting that oh, side yeah. view of these ladies. High knees, ladies. Top of the muffin to you. <laughs> Also, it also had even more problematic performances, oh, such great. as the quote Indian Fire Eater. No, don't like that. You are canceled, Florida Land. Yeah. Oh, they're canceled. Oh, good. Uh, Florida Land also offered steamboat rides. And Yikes. <laughs> uh, uh, also canceled. <laughs> and something called a train garden. Boo. Look how boring that is. Which was actually just a trackless tram dressed up as an old-timey train. Boo. Next pick. I do not like the emissions output on this train. No. Volkswagen of theme park trains. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, there's no track. It is a trackless tram. It's a fucking tractor. It's a cart. Yeah, it's a cart. It's, it's a, a cart. golf cart with yeah. steam. Um, park guests could also be transported to a magical place called Goat Island. I want to go to there. Those are deer. 
Those are deer. Those are deer. I have been wrong. It's called Goat Island. I don't make the rules, folks. I just follow them. So, <laughs> what the fuck? So, <laughs> just a bunch of rats. Walking to Gold Island. That would be more Florida themed. It really would. Gators Island. Island. So this. Gators. <laughs> Gators are pants. They are pants. Uh, so Goat Island was essentially just a really low budget petting zoo. Oh. Don't worry. There were other animal related attractions as oh, well. No. Exotic birds greeted guests at the park entrance. Okay. But. What western town located in Florida would be complete without its porpoise show? Oh, no. He can dunk. (laughs) Guys, it gets so much worse. If you're worried about the dolphins now, it gets so much worse. Leave your empathy at the fucking dolphins. Do I still? Do you know where you are? Bestiality? Well... If you want to be technical about it, zoophilia. Oh my god. I <laughs> <laughs> will get to it. We'll get to it. Opening so, the bottle. Florida Land had a small man-made lagoon slash pool and was centered around the requisite dolphin show. No. This featured classic bits like dolphins wearing funny hats. I don't see a hat. Dolphins dunking basketballs. Yep, yep. A chimpanzee feeding dolphins. Dolphins towing children in small boats. (laughs) I like that one. (laughs) It's very Little Mermaid of them. (laughs) True. Uh, And dolphins jumping through hula hoops. I got a new fantasy. All right. In 1970, 20-year-old college sophomore Malcolm Brenner... He's not 27. In 1970. This is today. I get it. It's just funny. Calm down. 20-year-old. 20-year-old. Doesn't he look great? Early onset liver spots. He has Benjamin Button disease. He looks distressed. I don't like his purse lips. He's been been through a lot. Oh. Okay. Well, okay. Tell us that before we just start making. No, but he did all of it. But he's been through it. So we can hate him. Yeah. Cool. Then we're good. So. He was a, asked by an author working on a children's book about dolphin shows to take some photographs for her at Florida Land for her book. The young aspiring photographer jumped at the chance for his first professional gig. Okay. The author lived not far from the, amuse, from the amusement park and took Malcolm to Florida Land via her boat on his first day of shooting. Via her boat. Driven by dolphins? Yes. Yes. Yes, precisely. Uh, As Malcolm would later put it... Oh, no, sorry. The author introduced them and said, Malcolm, this is Dolly, as a dolphin swam up to greet them. Oh, I don't like this. (laughs) 
So that's actually Dolly. Hello, Dolly. Oh, God. So, Malcolm, this is Dolly. Dolly, meet Malcolm. As Malcolm would later put it, Oh, my God. Quote, There were no intimations that this dolphin and I would become lovers eventually. <laughs> got that twinkle in her eye. Oh my god. Yeah, did you see how she was dressed? <laughs> she clearly wants it. She had a few drinks. God damn it. At first, their relationship was merely cordial. No! <laughs> was merely dorsal. <laughs> drinking before a show. That was fucking good. <laughs> Proud of you. Because obviously Dolly may be a performer, but she ain't no slut. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with being a slut. That's true. Just so as you know. It so. is my identity. <laughs> I identify as a slut. 100%. So as the boat is pulling up to Florida land and Dolly is greeting them, Malcolm slips into the water off the dock. Slips. I hate this. The way you word your cases upsets me so deeply. It's all intentional. We know it's intentional. It's nuanced, but it's there. It's foul. Yeah. But Dolly kept her distance. Yeah. Suspicious of the long-haired newcomer. Ick, the headband. Is he a head pusher? Yep. I think he is. Gotta keep her underwater. Stop. <laughs> you don't want all those little teeth involved. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I'm so upset. Over time, however... And with the dolphin trainer's encouragement, Malcolm was able to get closer to Dolly and even start to pet her. He began stroking her on her head. And when she seemed to enjoy that, he moved on to rubbing her along her back, working his way to her flukes. Oh. Melon. <laughs> the flukes are the tail. Melon, the real word? Melon, yeah. Oh my god. My beak, my back. My blowhole and Lick my, my blowhole and my crack. <laughs> Quote. I hate this case so much. Quote. I'm so excited all day. I love this case. Quote, as I was rubbing her and moving my hand towards her tail. Ew! <laughs> <laughs> this is like the Michael Jackson documentary. I don't like it. Get the fuck out of here, Malcolm. I hate you so much. Dolly dude. was slowly rolling around her long axis. Photo. <laughs> Ew. Lag roll. Clearly, she was coming on to him. Oh my. Yeah. Oh. According to Malcolm. 
<laughs> okay, but there's already a documentary and we will get to it. Oh, no. <laughs> so, according to Malcolm, Dolly, quote, announced her intentions to me by positioning herself so I was rubbing against her. <laughs> means fuck me in dolphin. Yeah. Fortunately, he's fluent. <laughs> Quote, at first I discouraged her. I wasn't interested. He's blowing her off? Okay. <laughs> but, it, but it was only a matter of time. She was persistent. Before Malcolm succumbed to her sexual Ew. advances. God damn it. came. Fuck. <laughs> There's not enough wine in the world for this. Quote. prepare you for the next photo. After some time, I thought, if this was a woman, would I come up with these rationalizations and excuses to no. not fuck her? Because it'd be a woman. <laughs> oh, okay. You guys. Man logic, am I right? I don't even right? think you're ready for this jelly. Everyone take a swig. Swig. Everyone take a swig. Trust us, you need this. As Malcolm would rub Dolly's back, she would turn in the water and position herself so that he'd be rubbing her genital slit. First of all, where did you get that photo of me? Second of all, <laughs> you were sleeping. You were Just because sleeping. I fall asleep in the bathtub every now and then does not mean I'm okay with photos. Second of all, can we add, I enjoy having my genital slit rubbed to my Tinder profile yeah. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Swipe right, folks. Yeah. Hashtag genital slit. In my notes, in my notes, it just reads, dolphin vag pick. I'm honestly shocked Malcolm could find the slit. It's very prominent. Yeah, well, some men still have a hard time. That is the fold of my leg, kind sir. <laughs> yep. Yep. 100% has happened. According to Malcolm... If he tried to push Dolly away when she was feeling frisky, she would get angry with him. Quote, one time when she wanted to masturbate on my foot and I wouldn't let her, she threw herself on top of me and pushed me down to the 12-foot bottom of the pool. She raped him. Yeah. Yeah. They were raping each other. Those were the tactics she initially tried on me. But eventually, she seemed to realize that wasn't going to work, and she became very, very gentle. <laughs> she switched gears. No, I hate all of this. Which Malcolm found, quote, extraordinarily erotic. Oh, God. Cool your boner, Malcolm. She's got a thing for authors. 
Yeah. Malcolm was trusted by the porpoise handlers and was often left alone with Dolly, who was who was typically kept in a special pen because at that time she was the only dolphin outside of the U.S. Navy trained to work in open water. And she the walked. Navy? What? The Navy? The Navy uses dolphins for all kinds of weird shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Keep up, keep up, so, keep up. Who how the fuck was I supposed to know? Even I knew that. So she would, one of her acts was to swim alongside a riverboat and jump for fish. And show everyone her slit. Yeah. <laughs> slit in Hello. the air. Behold. Is that how she'd catch the fish? <laughs> also, what kind of kegels do you need to be doing to do this? Jade eggs. Oh, Goop did teach us this. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Gwyneth Paltrow. Thanks, Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> All right. Yuck. <laughs> but towards the end, when the park was shutting down, the last two dolphins, Dolly and an unnamed male, who were, cares about him, were consolidated into one pool. Oh no, Dolly be cheating. Then. The lovers, meaning Malcolm and Dolly, had to, quote, elude the male dolphin so they could spend some time alone. Oh, my God. Just let him watch. It's like having a cat in the room. (laughs) Apparently... Some of y'all have never been watched by your pets when you're fucking. No. And it shows. Close the door. It's their house too. <laughs> so Dolly would squeeze. Prude. <laughs> she would squeeze behind some boards separating parts of the pool so that, in his view, she and Malcolm could have some privacy. Yeah, it's like. The privacy screen. Ew. I fucking hate this I hate so this much. <laughs> Malcolm Show in- us your hands. <laughs> hands where I can see him, Malcolm. A flukes where I can see him, Dolly. Flukes where I can see him. All right. Malcolm insists that Dolly seduced him. Mm, I'm sure he did. And that their nine-month love affair... (laughs) Was just long enough for them to bear a child? (laughs) ...was entirely consensual. Uh, It wasn't, but okay. Quote, I know what I'm talking about here, because after we made love... Made love? (laughs) The dolphin put her snout on my shoulder, embraced me with her flippers, and we stared into each other's eyes for a minute. Her eyes are like... How do you... She wanted it. He's got a mirror. (laughs) A selfie stick. Me and my girlfriend. (laughs) Hanging out the pool. After all, quote, you can't outswim a dolphin in the water. We spent half an hour in courtship. 
So he's saying... There was foreplay. She could have swam away. Yeah, if she wanted to swim away, she would have swum away and... Yeah. He's making some compelling arguments. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I'm obviously Team Dolly on this one, and this guy is fucked. But Team but Dolly wanted to fuck him? Yeah. Too. And Team dolphins Dolly. are like the only other mammal that recreationally fuck. Yeah. So who are we to say Dolly has autonomy and can be sexually open? Right. Right. <laughs> well, so fucked up. Like, Dolly can get it. There's also a size factor to consider because no. Dolly weighed about 400 pounds and was extremely athletic and strong. But she's buoyant in the water, so it's not like the full four. It's like not the full 400 pounds, you know. True. Right. True. But she's athletic and strong. Oh, she's she strong. She can. She can. She's work up to a speed. She is a gymnast. But she's yeah. also well yeah, she trained. She is a gymnast. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right. She sounds Quote, awesome. quote, it's like being with a tiger or a bear. This is an animal that could kill you in he two seconds. He fucked a tiger and, and a bear? bear. <laughs> <laughs> Not right. that I know Can of. confirm it's like fucking a tiger and a bear. <laughs> Said Malcolm in Lady the Lady in the streets, but a freak in the pool. Dolphin in the sheets. Bear in the woods, tiger in the jungle, dolphin, dolphin in, in the, the pool. pool. <laughs> and indeed, <laughs> Malcolm does get a little defensive, insisting, quote, I never fed her. I never gave her any kind of food rewards. I didn't bribe her. <laughs> any juice rewards. Even my husband <laughs> gives me food rewards. Yeah, seriously. Listen, folks. If you want to ride this ride, Chipotle. food rewards. Always. Before, during, and after. Mm. <laughs> Fuck me good, I'll take your ass to Red Lobster, you know Yeah, the lob. <laughs> Cheddar Bay Biscuit. <laughs> mm. We are going cracker to Red Lobster. Cracker Barrel. Mm. I love Cracker Barrel. Um, he also claims, quote... As he climaxed, she made a groan. Oh, okay. Yeah. We've never done that before, ladies. Yeah. She was faking it, Malcolm. Hundred percent. Are you done? Yeah, I came too. LOL. I'll have what she's having. Do you have a do you have an HBO login? I'm It's <laughs> the only reason I'm here. Hundred percent. All right, she's literally offering you her HBO login. I will see you after the show for your HBO login. So This is happening. I won't even give her mine. You're very generous. <laughs> Malcolm, Malcolm does admit that his experience with Dolly was not the first time that he was sexually attracted to animals. So the tiger and the bear are real? <laughs> Okay, I'm not defending Malcolm, but... Oh, the goat farm, the deer farm. That scene in Lion King where it's like a montage of Simba growing up. That gets ya. And he's like a shaggy teenager, right when he's walking across the log. (laughs) Throwing his mane. Young Amanda had blood rush to her genitals during that scene. It's because JTT voiced it. Yeah. I, I, there's just something about oh, that like oh, wait, weird oh, mullet mane oh, when he's like oh, strutting oh, across oh, that oh, log. Tossing it. 
We gotta go so I can watch Lion King alone right. at the hotel. Yeah. Uh, we're sharing a bed. Yeah, we are. My little Leo. Okay. Wow. So his first his uh, first time experiencing sexual attraction to animals is a distinction that belongs to the Walt Disney film that Malcolm's father took him to see. See, I get it. The Shaggy Dog. Oh. <laughs> Okay, at least Symbol was hot. That's just sad. Look at the man's face on the poster. It's his first time, Ooh. too. <laughs> That's a hot dog. Ooh. Ooh. The dog's jacket and his little arm. Oh. I mean, that dog is throwing out some vibes right now with that hip. Oh, hip pop. Also, when he was 12, Malcolm tried to have sex with the family dog. No, no. A miniature poodle named no. Miss Clavel. Oh. oh, Miss Clavel. But in his defense, she was in heat. Look at her. Uh, look she at her just old. got her hair did. <laughs> I'm yeah. so upset. She's giving him the eyes. <laughs> How dare you? That animal is... A precious beauty. Miss she did not rub her slit anywhere near Malcolm. Still, Dolly was special. Of course. Aren't we all? Malcolm told one interviewer, quote, there's something quite transcendental, pick. No. About making love with a dolphin. Oh, yep. that's a Lisa Frank trapper keeper right there. <laughs> <laughs> the dolphin is very aware. The dolphin is an intelligent and creative creature, and making love is a consummate act. Stop making love. I hate that. You're making bubbles, if anything. <laughs> Indeed, Malcolm self-identifies as a zoophile or lover of animals, oh. rather than a common bestialist. Okay. Buggery. You guys, this is going to be Lucy's favorite part. Oh, no. Yes. I really liked the genital slit, though, too. Mm. I'm not ready. His novel, entitled Wet Goddess. No! Nope. You're right. That's my favorite. Nope. I'm leaving. I'm done. Thank you so much for coming. I'm done. <laughs> what goddess? Yeah. What goddess is a psychedelic fictionalized account of a young man falling in love with a bottlenose dolphin named Ruby. Stop. <laughs> Names were changed for privacy reasons. <laughs> Confidentiality. And the pair communicate via telepathy and echolocation. Oh, so there could be consent. He yeah. wrote in the consent. Yeah. Not just staring at the eye. All right. I did not... I, I did not have time to order this book and get it shipped to South Africa. You've read it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So much. Oh my god, will you send it's so it to bad, us? But you fucking love will it. Will you send it you? to us? Please, please, please. <gasps> yes. Yes. 
P.O. Box 41241, Des Moines, Iowa, 50311. Holy shit. So she goes, I did pay Oh, you found it online for free? Okay, oh, you keep okay. your copy, honey. Okay. We'll start I want digging. one for my bookshelf. Yeah. I want a real yeah. copy. No, 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 no. You want to keep it. We know you I'm want to keep it. I'm ordering the hardcover edition. And more yeah. importantly, Dolly knows. <laughs> Dolly knows what you've done. So, this... <laughs> I love you. I this love you is so. from a Vice book review about Wet Goddess. Quote, the reader is treated to a full page of avant-garde dialogue consisting solely of symbols like hashtag, 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 percentage sign, percentage sign, percentage sign, at, 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 exclamation point. It's just wingdings for four pages. Yep. What is happening? That's supposed to be like dolphin language. (laughs) Yeah. But after... But after a few more sativa hits... Oh, yeah. Ayahuasca journey. She and Malcolm are enthusiastically critiquing human sexuality in English through a parade of shared mental images. Quote from the book. Oh, no. I'm sorry if this is triggering for you. Yeah. Sorry if you've read this before. You can just play on your phone during this part of the show. Quote, all the painful and punishing puberty rites paraded before our mind's mutual eye in a spasm of agony and uncomprehending disgust. We heard the shrieking of boy babies and saw a mountain of bleeding, severed foreskins that reached to the sky. the second time severed foreskins has come up in the last two hours. Tonight. (laughs) So clearly he's anti, uh, what's it Circumcision. Yeah. Which but not like, anti-zoophilia. Yeah. He takes he's a hard stance. Yeah. He's he's New Testament. Do <laughs> 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 you like do you like four angry iTunes reviews? <laughs> Whatever. Bring it. All right. But the true story is even darker. Tragically, when Florida Land closed in 1971, Malcolm's college sweetheart was moved to an oceanarium. You're such a bitch. In Gulfport. Sick. No. There's an American flag draped. Oh my god. No, there isn't, viewers at home. There should have been. No, she's alive. Yeah. She's being transported. Oh, I thought she was dead. No, she's alive. <laughs> but roller coaster ride. After less than a year after their forced separation, Dolly she's passed back. away. Oh. Malcolm is convinced that his lover actually completed suicide by voluntarily stopping breathing, which dolphins can actually do because they think about each breath, so they can mm-hmm. just be like, "Nah, I'm fucking done." <laughs> I'm over it. This is so sad. So, Dolly's death plunged Malcolm into a deep depression, which Plunge. lasted more than five years. It but blew as hole it turns into a deep out, as it turns out, Malcolm and Dolly's relationship wasn't technically breaking any laws. What? 
It's Florida's popular twinkle of the eye consent law. Sunshine, sunshine vaginal slit law. Y'all got crazy legislation here. (laughs) They snuck it in. Florida. It's Florida's wink wink law. (laughs) Don't ask, don't tell. I'm convinced exists after spending the last five days here. Yeah. Y'all are crazy. Florida only passed an anti-bestiality law in 2011. Guys. After two failed attempts. (laughs) I love that there are legislators who are staunchly like, no, how dare you take away my rotten fucking dolphin. (laughs) Yep. That dog wanted it. Yep. And I am now running for president. <laughs> Pigs can't just walk around naked and expect us not to have sex with them. Yeah. What do you want a hot-blooded man in Florida to do? <laughs> it was a gator. <laughs> Gators are gentle lovers. <laughs> and pests. And pests. Today, Malcolm Brenner is single. Yes! Not for long, folks. Mm -hmm. But he says that his two ex-wives, both human... Wait, how is it fair that this fucking guy has two ex-wives and I've never even gotten close? Yep. Yep. That's not okay with me. Well, he's single. Um, He claims that both of his ex-wives knew about his fling with Dolly. Sure they did. And that neither objected... And his daughter even designed the cover for the hit Wet Goddess. Nope. Nope. He says that he would consider another relationship with a dolphin in the future. He's not closing any doors. Quote, if I had the energy for it, I'm 40 years older now. <laughs> I really relate to that, actually. <laughs> just too tired. Yeah. They're muscular. And I just want to add that I got a lot of this info from uh, an incredible 15-minute documentary short entitled Dolphin Lover. <laughs> um, and it premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in 2015. <laughs> yeah, dude. And abso go check it out because there is dolphin sex animation. Whoa. Like cartoon yeah. or like yeah. computer? Computer animation. And I didn't want to steal the whole thing because that's the documentary right. gem. Right. And right, uh, right, 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 right. yeah, it's amazing. Go check out Dolphin Lover. So that's my special thing. Great. That was incredible. <laughs> so mad at you. <laughs> I'm going to leave a voicemail on Malcolm's phone. (laughs) Call me! 
Getting in shape isn't just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits and feeling better about yourself, whether that's more stamina to keep up with your busy life, finally getting into those goal genes, being more in tune with your body's needs, or just practicing more self-care. Treat yourself. What if you could use one program for all your health and weight loss needs? No more hunting for training apps or workouts or calorie trackers and meal plans. Plus, add a goal specialist and a community of members to keep you motivated and accountable. So it's like a workout bestie all in one place. I really love Noom. Everyone is strapped for time and Noom just asks you to commit just 10 minutes a day. Do it for yourself and trust me, once you get going, you're going to do it for more than 10 minutes a day. You can see your progress, you can stay motivated, you can chat with your goal specialist whenever you want and also the Noom community to get and give help to people going through the same things. And we're all human. If you go off track, there's no shaming, just tips to help you get back on track tomorrow. Honestly, that goal specialist, I was like, well, I went home for Christmas and I ate 700 Christmas cookies and now I'm feeling kind of bad about myself. And she's like, it's okay, tomorrow's a new day. Don't worry about it. Everyone gets off track every once in a while. And it just makes you feel really good. There's, there's no shaming, you feel great about yourself. And also uses psychology to help you lose weight, keep it off, feel more confident when you go out with your friends, have a few drinks, some tapas. Mm. <laughs> you just, you, you know, when you know, you know. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. So sign up for your trial today at Noom, that's N-O-O-M dot com forward slash gals. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom.com forward slash gals to start your trial today. Again, that's Noom.com forward slash gals, the last weight loss program you'll ever need. Discover the world of Best Fiends and its cute characters in this fiendishly fun, free-to-download mobile puzzle game. Ugh, I don't even need to tell you because I have told you, but I do need to tell you. This game is amazing. I'm at level 473 right now. Um, I logged in with Facebook in the game so I can like play with my friends and whenever I pass them on levels I get really excited and I've been collecting tons of cute characters in this game my personal favorite is Bam I totally love her um, so I play a lot of these games and this is a totally different puzzle experience you can solve thousands of fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters like Bam it has an epic storyline that will keep you engaged with this puzzle, mo puzzle mobile game and thousands of hours of gameplay. We have been traveling a lot for this tour, and let me tell you, thousands of hours of gameplay is real. It's easy to learn, but it's difficult to master. There are challenging levels that require you to use your brain. I love it, and it's the perfect casual game to play alone or, like I do, with family and friends. Anyone can play this game from kids to older adults, but it's made for adults. I am here for it. With Best Fiends, you can solve thousands of fun puzzles and, like Amanda said, collect tons of cute characters. This is a five-star rated mobile game on the Apple App Store and Google Play. Download free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That is friends without the R. Best Fiends. So, as we all know, some things are good for our skin, like drinking water, and other things not so much. But did you know that there are over 64 skincare mistakes that most of us are making, and some of them could be seriously harming your skin? 
things you're probably not even thinking about. And I know that I have made a few of them before, but I am reformed. <laughs> uh, some of the mistakes that I used to make uh, such as number six, using the same products all year round. We're all creatures of habit, and when we find skincare that works, we tend to stick with it. But six months later, we may notice that the same products are not producing the same results anymore. So you may blame the brand, thinking that they changed their formulas or something's going on, but what's really happening is that your skin has changed. It changes with the seasons, and it changes as your hormones change, as you move to new climates, maybe have babies, what have you. Um, also, not cleaning your cell phone often enough. Mistake number seven. Ew, gross. Take care of that. Um, but with Beauty by Design, uh, you never have to make another skincare mistake again. Beauty by Design gives you a completely personalized skincare routine while providing everyday guidance from experts. The company was started by former executives at places like Sephora, Proactive, Paracone MD, so they know what they're talking about. Oh, the cell phone cleaning mistake I am so guilty and like I always get breakouts on my chin and then forget how much a part of it that could be but beauty by design is great because with things like that you can get your questions answered because they connect you with a live esthetician that you can text for free for life. Your esthetician picks from their huge arsenal of skincare products to create over 5,000 possible regimens. And then everything is personalized for your needs with options at different price points, which I love. So I did get a couple recommendations. I have skin that's a little on the dry side. My uh, skin tone is very fair and I definitely get T-zone breakouts, mostly in my chin. And I was like, these are my problem issues. And she put together a whole regimen a couple different ones and I was able to pick one that was the simplest because I don't like having a really long bedtime routine and that was the most cost effective for me. It was great to be given those kinds of options. It was like a concierge service without the concierge price tag. The beauty by design process is super simple and convenient. In under two minutes, I answered a few questions about my skin. I sent a selfie, which, you know, can be brutal, but like got to do that makeup list selfie for your esthetician. And then I had a short consultation with her and got a detailed diagnosis and personalized product recommendations while I was just sitting on my couch. It was amazing. You only order the products that you need when you need them and shipping and returns are always free. So it's not like you're getting a box every month and maybe you need some of those things. Maybe you don't. You only order what you need and you get it when you need it. And again, now I can text my esthetician so if something changes or the seasons are different, I need something new, whenever, for life, I can text her. Um, and just that for me is honestly completely worth it. Yeah, and your esthetician can sometimes like check in on you and make sure that you're still sticking with your routine and doing doing a good job. So go to beautybydesign.com forward slash gals and use the promo code gals, that's G-A-L-S, First-time customers get 20% off. So again, that's promo code GALS at beautybydesign.com forward slash GALS for 20% off. Treat yo skin. Treat it. Okay. We're going to shift gears. Although, actually not that much because <laughs> there's definitely sexual assault in my case, too. Okay. Um, I couldn't pick my favorite, like, horrible thing to happen at... In amusement park, so I picked three. <laughs> there are many to choose from. Number one, photo please. In, 
In August of 2009, a grandfather was found guilty of indecently assaulting a woman dressed up as Minnie Mouse during a family trip to Disney World. It's the reverse of my situation. The 60-year-old douche canoe squeezed the cartoon character's bottom and grabbed her breasts as she posed with him in front of Magic Kingdom's Toontown. And then he said, when you're famous, they let you do it. Yep. And then he ran for president, and he won. Next case. Just kidding. Just kidding. Partially I mean, not thanks kidding. to this state. Yep. It, uh, we know. It's not your fault specifically. Inside Minnie's traditional polka dot dress was Brittany Duncan McGoldrick, who told Orange County Court that she was horrified by the attack. Picture one, picture two, picture three. (laughs) Poor gal. Let's do it again. It's not funny, but look at those eyes. Um, I laughed so hard I knocked my notes. John William Moyer from Pennsylvania gave a creepy laugh, quote, as he fondled her private parts on June 7th. Miss McGoldrick thought a hundred, I think they're related. Miss McGoldrick fought back tears as she described the attack. I was doing everything I could to get his hands off my breast, so Aww. I did everything I could and pushed him down. Mm-hmm. Yes, queen. Yeah. 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 Knock that fucker to the ground. Yep. She then immediately lodged a complaint. A judge convicted Moyer of misdemeanor battery. He faced a minimum jail sentence of one year in jail and a $1,000 fine, but spoiler alert, he did not actually spend any time in jail. Why don't women report assault? Yeah. We're so glad you reported this, but we're not going to do fuck all about it. Instead, he was given annual passes. Yeah, pretty much. I'm so sorry she pushed you, sir. Um, Instead, his official sentence was to write a letter of apology to the victim. To her home address. Yeah. Um... 180 days of probation, 50 hours of community service within four months, and submitting to a mental health evaluation with treatment if necessary. During sentencing, Moyer's adult son spoke on his behalf, quote, he's a good man. He's a nice guy. No. (laughs) Yup. Yup. Like that? Uh, Actually, you can go to the next slide. Later, Moyer spoke briefly to the judge. I am innocent. I am not guilty of the crimes that I've been charged with. Yeah, okay, you gross grandpa. He's literally wiping his hands of the offense in this photo. Yes, look how shiny his forehead is. That's a guilty forehead. He's sweating. Moyer has no criminal history and has never even received a speeding ticket, he said. Who gives a shit? This was his first ticket. offense. Yeah. So you're a bad guy do with your groping. Well, I didn't believe him when he said it was his first offense, so I googled his name, and this headline came up. <laughs> Man to stand trial in alleged attack on Goodyear Blimp. 
no. Second case. No, oh. I wish. A man accused of steering his radio-controlled model airplane in a kamikaze-style dive that punched a hole in a Goodyear blimp has been ordered to stand trial. Compton Municipal Judge Morris B. Jones ordered John William Moyer, at the time 28, to trial on charges of assault with intent to commit great bodily injury, vandalism, and damage to an aircraft. Next photo. Now, this happened... Goodyear! This happened in 1990, and I know enough math that if he was 28 in 1990, then he'd only be 48 in 2009. But I'm still not convinced this isn't the same guy. Fight me. (laughs) For the purposes of this case, it's the same guy. Yeah. Correct. Now... We're going to get to my next case. I want to take a moment to fully appreciate that every human person has a camera in their pocket and the internet at their fingertips mm-hmm. because a video of an out-of-control 50-something man at Disneyland getting pepper sprayed by a Disney cop and restrained by a man in a bellhop costume outside of the Tower of Terror <laughs> is something the world deserves to see. There he is getting sprayed. Uh, go to Terror 2. Oh, it hurts so bad. And Terror 3. Terror 3. The bellhop. There are two bellhops. The double bellhops. Double hops. That is husband material. This man is repeatedly pepper sprayed. Next slide. And he curses loudly and often during a wild fight outside the Tower of Terror ride. As wild as the ride might be, witnesses to the fight involving the man, patrons, security, and two bellhops got their own wild ride that Saturday just after 3.30 p.m. Somebody was pre-gaming. It is not known what led to the wild melee, but at the start of the video, which you can find on YouTube, onlookers have already clearly had their fill of the agitated man and assume that he is hammered and are screaming, he's had a lot of vodka. It's like a bunch of bros that are taking this video, which is a bummer, but the video is pretty fucking gold. And I love it. He's had a lot of vodka. My favorite part of the video is one woman repeatedly screaming at the middle 50-something man, do you know you're at Disneyland? There are kids here. Stop, there are kids here. Does this guy not get that? Next slide. Think of the children. Oh, the photo's missing. I fucked up. That's okay. There was a photo with just that lady screaming and the words that it said. It's great. Several patrons subdue the man who was recorded punching Disneyland employees and kicking at various park goers. He slurs his words as well as prompting many onlookers to question whether the man was drunk. Uh, I'm going to take a wild guess and say, yeah, he was. Yeah. And finally, this is my personal favorite, so I saved it for last. Next slide. Who doesn't love a good fireworks show? Truly. Well, a 41-year-old woman was taking that shit super fucking seriously in April of 2017 and was arrested after allegedly choking out a teen girl because she was blocking her view during the fireworks display at Disney's Magic Kingdom theme park. I get it. I get it. This is... My absolute favorite part of the case is this woman's name, Tabitha K. Mature. (laughs) You cannot make this shit up. Uh, It's pronounced mature. Mature. Next slide, please. Of New Baltimore, Michigan, 
were seated behind a small pod of high school girls to watch the fireworks. When the fireworks began, the students had the gall to stand up to view the show. This enraged Miss Mature. That's kind of bitchy, though. Miss Mature, who told the teens to sit and immediately became aggravated. Mm. The teens, being far more rational than Ms. Mature, decided to leave. And one girl told Mature that she could take the spot. Like, you can have our spot. Yeah, okay, We're gonna go. fine. Fucking chill, lady. What is your problem? Calm your tits, Ms. Mature. Yep. <laughs> At that point, the victim told the deputy, Mature, quote, wrapped both hands around my neck and began squeezing. Natural next step to, yeah, we'll leave. You can have our spot. Yeah. I mean, I've done that in a parking lot, but I've never done that at a fireworks show. That's different. <laughs> Ridiculous. We needed that close space yes, at Walmart. we did. Mature allegedly released the teen and started screaming, You don't want to mess with me! <laughs> Apparently you don't. The young woman did not have any visible injuries, but the girl immediately called her mom, Nurk, and decided to initiate legal proceedings. Um, I have to admit, I really love the multiple versions of her mugshot layered over fireworks <laughs> that Google provided. Yeah, it's the, the same mugshot. Place on Earth. It is, is the, the happiest thing? place on Earth. I love it. Uh, Mature was booked on suspicion of felony child abuse and released on a $2,000 bond. Mature's lawyer, Adam Cherzong, sure, Disputes claims in the arrest report that she grabbed the teen around the neck. He said the incident revolved around an argument between Mature's 17-year-old daughter and the other teens. Quote, there wasn't a physical fight, he said, adding that there was a request for them to sit down or move, and things rolled on from there, but she never choked the alleged victim. Yeah, let's see what the witnesses say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he said that Mature had never been arrested before, and the incident has been a complete shock. He said he plans to vigorously defend her with the aid of witnesses that deputies did not talk to. Oh. I think this no is your missing slide. That actually. is my missing slide. <laughs> there are kids here! Disneyland, Disneyland drunk. drunk. <laughs> there are kids here is like the highlighted equivalent of the I want to talk to the manager haircut. My child like is the in there. Upgrade. There are children Don't here. Don't you understand that? That's yeah. why I'm wasted, you bitch. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Anyway, that is the three worst people I could find in theme yes. parks. So thank you so much. All right. Thank Guys. you so much. Special thanks to Orlando. Y'all are weird. And to Charlie, Kirsty, Eddie, Woo! Aiden, Woo! the Dr. Phillips Center for the Art. Thank you, Dr. Phil. Dr. Phil. Exactly, <laughs> Dr. Phil. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, thank you so much, Orlando. Thanks for listening to Wine and Crime. Our cover art is by Kali Yip. Music by Phil Young and Corey Wendell. Editing by Jonathan Camp. Check out our website and blog at wineandcrimepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at wineandcrimepod. If you have questions, answers, or recommendations to share, email us at wineandcrimepodcast at gmail.com. 
Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, basically wherever you get your podcasts. Most importantly, if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It really is the best way to spread the word. If you'd like to show your support and get a shout out on air, visit our Patreon page to keep this podcast and the wine flowing. Cheers! Hello from Drinkomancy, Spirits and Seduction, the podcast where two drunk nerds drink themed drinks and discuss paranormal romance novels. I'm Michelle. And I'm Tori. Have you ever ranted at a romance novel about consent and how stalking isn't hot? Just like literally ranted into the pages of the book. How about rolled your eyes when the female lead trips for the eighth time? You are not alone. Come join us as we ramble with a purpose, discussing issues ranging from feminism, consent, and kink to corgis, and my cat trying to break into the recording. I'll make the drink and we'll ride this roller coaster together. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Drinkomancy. So until then, cheers to Spirits and Seduction. Mm-hmm.